Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heatwave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heatwave is on. All summer long, but hurry in, it's only for a limited time. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronany. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today I'm joined by, well, really only one of my co-hosts this week. So sad. Um, but she is one of the sirens of summer. We have the queen of the 20-something New Jersey summer, Miss Sarah Huron. Wow, finally a title that I can really sink my teeth into. Thank you so much, Travis. I hope we can handle this without Gwen. I sure we can. And I was gonna say that she is our siren of the Negroni and Aperol Spritz. It's so sad without her here. But you know, since we know Gwen so well, I think we can jump in with some of the thoughts that she would have on all of these topics. Well, we've got a boatload of news today to get into. We have uh, a little former boy bander and his lovely, very pretty looking wife moving out east and leaving L.A. We have some memorabilia items that we were just shocked to see were available to the purchasing public and see if Sarah and I are bidding on any. We have a talk show host who is finally free from a douchebag that we all hate, a secret pregnancy, Someone leaving Scientology, always a good thing, and much, much more. But let us start off with our woes of the week. That is the stories that made our hosts, well, us, um, you know, grab grab ourselves, clutch back, fall over in our chairs. Sarah Heron, what made you go woe this week? Well, quick shout out to the Real Hosses of Dallas being quote unquote canceled. They're saying it's not canceled. It's just not coming back in 2022, which to me means canceled. Um, not too shocking, but, you know, just had to had to throw it out there. It made me go, whoa, a little bit like a half whoa. Um, I more so am obsessed with this theory that Kylie Jenner is pregnant again. This is actually very stylish. So shout out to Gwen because everyone is tracking Kylie based on her nail color. Um, and she will post a super, you know, like sexy photo of her body and her Kylie swim and she'll have one color on her nails. And then an hour later, she'll be like cooking in the kitchen and you only see her nails and they're a different color. And people have been tracking this for weeks. So they're saying she's using a lot of throwback photos to throw people off. Um, but I'm convinced she's pregnant and I am obsessed with like the nail color letting us know. I am also convinced she's pregnant for the same reason. Um, that, well, her nail colors are so, I mean, it's really easy to distinguish. It's not like it's a bunch of shades of nude that she's, you know, going into. And those Kylie swim pictures, I mean, you know, being an Instagram thought is a skill and she is so good at it. She looks amazing, especially in that rainbow one. And I don't know when she shot those photos, but if she's pregnant, they sure weren't this week. I know. And it's like, she has very specific nail brands and like the trends, like I, the fans, the fans, I think figured it out. So I can't wait. I'm going to go, whoa, when she ever confirms it, if she does pops out another kid, but I'm already, I'm already woe What about you? Uh, uh, what made me go, whoa, this week is Jen and Ben, Jenjamin, Benifer 2.0 made me go, whoa, this week because she erased a rod from all of her social media. I mean, it seems like right about the time, but it still made me go, whoa, that she completely zapped him from all of her social needs. 
And we had a source telling us that she is severing ties, quote, washing her hands of him everywhere and all of the businesses that they own because it is, quote, unfair to Ben and she wants to get out. We also had a source tell us that her former manager, Benny Medina, is the one getting her out of all of these deals. And, you know, just for a little bit of history, Benny Medina was the one in 2002 who was her real like hard ass or when people weren't allowed to look at Jennifer Lopez in the eyes, that was not Jen. That was Benny Medina doing all of these things. He is a hard ass and everyone in Hollywood is scared of him. And he's the one pulling her out of these deals. So that just made me sort of go, whoa, for Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. I mean, checks out. It's definitely time for her to, to, to her to erase him from the Instagram cut ties. They were very like integrated in each other's life. They had quite the brand, but now the brand is Jenjamin. Now the brand is Jenjamin. I know you're worried about his male makeup <clears throat> and he was on <clears throat> access Hollywood, I think saying how he's doing so well. I love when a scorn celeb just goes to one of the you know, late night talk show, not the late night talk show, but the 7 p.m. little variety entertainment shows. And it's like, I'm doing super great. Don't you worry about me. Yeah. Promoting like charity or something. I think it was entertainment tonight, but of course it was like, I'm so grateful for a five-year partnership. I learned so much. It's like, yeah, of course you did, A-Rod. You're like back in the public's good grace. Yeah. People like you again and like, don't think you're like a horrible cheating philanderer. All right. Speaking of, let's move into some news. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel, um, they're doing surprisingly well. We had heard from sources earlier in this year that they were having fights, lots of trials and tribulations were all up in that marriage. Um, but now things are going a little bit differently. We have a source telling us Justin and Jessica's marriage was hell for a while. They went through a very tense time and they had to retreat. Jessica was never going to leave him, break up their family. She just needed to give him some hand-holding. Um, the trust was broken and just had, Justin had to work his way back and make lots of changes. They made a decision to get out of LA and take some time away, and they're both happy they did. They've been splitting their time between their places in Tennessee and Montana. They haven't sold their place in LA, but they're hardly ever there. The source continues, they both prefer the country life. It is great for the boys because they have so much freedom and space. Now, Justin had bought a huge property in Tennessee about five years ago in a small little town called Leaper's Fork, just outside of Nashville. Um, his best friend, Trace, moved there with his first wife, moved there first with his wife and his kids. And it didn't take him to, too long to get Justin to get a spot out there, too. And the source says Justin grew up in Tennessee and he always said that's where he wanted to settle down and raise kids. Jessica loves it there, but she wanted a place in the mountains. So they always they also have a place in Big Sky, too, where they can have the best of both worlds. Now I feel like Justin and Jessica are one of those couples I get asked a lot about about my friends, like what's going on with them. People don't really understand with the free Britney of it all. They want to sort of hate him, but I'm glad that they've sort of left LA and moved to the country and are focusing on their family. What are your hot takes and thoughts? And do you have lots of people asking you about Justin and Jessica too, or is it just me? No, I totally do. He's definitely one of those people. And I think because like every couple of years, there's always like something that comes up about him, whether it's like it was more Britney recently, a couple of years ago it was that whole Palmer co-star and the handholding in New mm -hmm. Orleans. A couple of years before that, there was some. It was not handholding. It was on his thigh. On his yeah. knee. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like knee. a little too yes. close to the. I don't know. It wasn't good in my opinion. Um, also, you know, Palmer and didn't haven't heard much about that movie. Um, and a couple years before that, there was some Olivia Munn questions. So yeah, I think he's always kind of been one of those people, you know, I don't like him um, ever yeah. since that, that people magazine cover when he made it about him 
the day they got married and had to like be yep. goofy and jump on her. I can't stand the song, can't stop the feeling. Um, but they have two children, so I'm happy they are spending time in Tennessee because I think that that can only be for the best and they should avoid New Orleans at all cost. I agree. And I think Ben Blamberg would say, watch out, Jessica, watch out where there's smoke, there is salmon. But, you know, get him in the middle of the country, get him in the mountains. I think that is a good play for them both. Sarah, please tell me about Erica Jane's auction memorabilia items um, that are available for purchase wherever, you know, pretty mess auction items are sold. I will tell you exactly where they are. So obviously we've been covering this for a while. Tom Girardi, Erica's estranged husband, has um, been accused of embezzling funds and giving her $20 million over the years. And she was named in the bankruptcy case. And there's a lot going on, but his firm, Girardi Keys, is auctioning off um, things from their office. There's a lot up for sale. And the latest is Erica Jane collectibles. This includes signed magazine covers for Miss Erica Jane, framed photos of the couple, her billboard plaque for her song, Roller Coaster, which was on the dance charts. And great a live song. update as of record, great song, as of recording this um, on the A th- the 360 bid website, um, Erica's, there is still over a week left to bid on the Erica Jane collectibles and they are up to $825 and there have been 30 bids um, on the this memorabilia of Miss Erica Jane. And how many of those 30 are yours, Sarah Huron? You know, shockingly, none are mine, but I have had a couple friends and some coworkers say, how great would it be as a conversation piece, the same way you got your hands on the Jordan Woods Kylie collab. It's really yes. just like, it's like a show and tell it, it's, 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 it's a decor. Um, so there is a part of me, yes, that kind of wants to bid. And I mean, I, you're only helping the poor victims. It's not like you're helping Tom. So there's still time in this auction and I'm thinking about it. And a source told us that Erica doesn't have a say either way about the situation. She's just letting the law firm do what it needs to do. She wants the payment to be settled. She can move on in her life. These are all seized items. She had no approval on what was going to be auctioned off and what's not auctioned off. I really, really do want one of these pieces. That billboard plaque sounds like a lovely addition to my Kylie Jenner, the BFF lipstick. And not only the BFF Jordan Woods lipstick, but it was the 50% off after the betrayal sale markdown, which really, you know, makes it art. A cultural reset. A cultural reset. And I think an Erica Jane piece from the auction. And I love that it goes to charity so you can feel really good about it. I'm not making Kylie Jenner even more of a billionaire. I'm giving it to the poor people we saw in the housewife and the hustler documentary yeah and you know what you can also get eric an aaron brockovich signed poster if that's what you're into you could get furniture from the law firm where all the crimes went down the alleged crimes there's a lot a lot on that website if you're interested <laughs> is the furniture in the vein of their home like a very lavish uh 1970s aristocracy vibe yes yeah, just more office you know yeah, but in office. All right. Well, you know, run, don't walk to the bids because we're about to outbid you. Let's move on to our Red Robin spiciest story of the week. Now, I cannot get enough of Kelly Clarkson right now. I She is just such Americana gold. She is our cover story on Us Weekly. Go pick it up on Sands this week because... You know, Sarah, she's doing pretty great in her divorce. The ju- we can reveal exclusively um, that the judge in this divorce case has signed paperwork saying that Kelly and Brandon will be legally single. It will be, it was signed 
today and will be like public after we post about it. Shout out to us. Um, but they will be legally single. She's taken that Vegas girls trip and we have some new source info about what went wrong in the divorce. A source close to Kelly has told us this past year has been really difficult for Kelly, but 2020 was actually worse. She was holed up in her Montana ranch for part of the quarantine with the kids. The pandemic and the isolation was scary for everyone, but the pressure of filming her talk show and getting back to work as soon as it was safe took a toll on her. Kelly and Brendan had, Brandon had separated during the beginning of the pandemic and Kelly decided to file for divorce in June, 2020. So while the pandemic was extremely difficult, it also gave Kelly clarity as what she needed to do. Now the good news, Kelly's friends, including Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, have been invaluable at providing constant support throughout this nightmare. Kelly has learned who her two friends are. She has lost some friends and is really sad about the loss of Brandon's stepmom, Reba McIntyre, in her life. Kelly has known Reba for years before getting involved with Brandon, so the loss of Reba is really, really rough. I know we were wondering about if they're still friends. Source tells us that no, Brandon got Reba in the divorce. Um, now, this week, after a few setbacks in court, like being ordered to temporarily pay Brandon 200K a month, the judge ruled to uphold her prenup and gave her their Montana property. Kelly is thrilled at this, and she is going to sell the Montana property immediately. It is a financial burden. She no longer has any need for it. Um, the source told us that Kelly was grateful that the judge upheld the prenuptial agreement as it clearly outlined the Montana property was not community property as Brandon was trying to claim. Now, I'm so happy for her. She got the ranch. He was trying to get all of this. She's about to be declared legally single. I mean, is this Kelly Clarkson's moment like this, Sarah? Is this her time to shine? A hundred percent. Some people do wait a lifetime for a moment like this. And mm -hmm. I am so happy for Kelly. She needs to, you know, find a new guy if that's what she wants. And I mean, she's got cute little kids. She's so successful and she doesn't need this loser taking her money. So um, I'm glad being declared legally single. I know in these lengthy divorce cases is a huge win. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully it's just all up from here for Kelly because the Montana thing was also a huge deal. So very happy for her. Yeah, interesting point that we've watched a lot of celebrity divorces play out and getting declared legally single and getting community property back is something that usually takes a really, really, really long time for this. Yeah, I mean, these two might still fight over money or like final stuff for a little bit while longer, but at least she gets that, you know, it's, it's a win for sure. It is. And she actually celebrated this win. The source told us that her trip to Vegas with her friends was celebrating this particular win. And she posted on Instagram. She said, friends, Vegas, Top Golf, and George Strait. I dare you to have a better time than me right now. Aww. Now, while, while I don't know who George Strait is, I'm really glad that Kelly Clarkson loves him and is having a better time than anyone else. George Strait is a country singer. Um, right. It's right in her wheelhouse. And honestly, like, how fun would it be to be like girls raised trip with Kelly Clarkson like you go girl yeah especially like single Kelly like knocking back tequila shots talking smack about Brandon that is a trip that I would love to be on same the tea man
Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited time summer heat wave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heat wave is on all summer long but hurry in it's only for a limited time well sarah great open for a segue for me the tea has been spilled by colin jost this past week in my hometown of connecticut now colin jost was performing a stand-up gig at ridgefield playhouse in connecticut over the weekend where he told the audience us confirmed we're having a baby it's exciting um and this is the confirmation we've desperately been waiting for because we have seen scarlett promote Black Widow from Zoom cameras, from only, you know, above her stomach up. She didn't show up to the red carpets. And, you know, a source told us that this could be a little bit because of the Disney lawsuits, but also because she was clearly trying to hide this pregnancy. But thank you, Colin, for announcing it at your set. And a source told Page Six that Scarlet is actually due really, really, really soon. And the source added, she hasn't been doing many interviews or events to promote Black Widow, which is surprising since it's a huge Marvel Disney release. And she's both uh, the star and executive producer. Um, now, this is just one of those moments where I just feel great because someone has finally announced the pregnancy we've known all along. Yeah. I mean, these two are just kind of like one of those couples that seem really happy and seem like a good fit. No controversial takes here. She already has one daughter. I'm sure Colin Jost, I think is very close to her. So good for them. Comedians really do always like announce their big news at their gigs. I don't know if it's like to get press for the show or where they feel most comfortable, but I think both bless them for it. Well, it wouldn't be an Us Weekly Hot Hollywood podcast if we didn't have Sarah Huron telling us about Jana Kramer's messy divorce. First, Jana Kramer's messy relationship, now her messy divorce. Sarah Huron, please keep the ball rolling and tell us what is up with this newly bosomed, newly single icon. It's so funny because on this podcast, I used to make my intention every week that she would get divorced, which is, I know a horrible thing to say about like someone, but it just like, I needed it. And now she's divorced. She got divorced real quick. She just like gave him the money and wanted to move on. Um, But she's not rid of my Costin yet, of course, because they do have two children together. Um, Young kids. I think they're like four and two or something. And Jana, um, Us Weekly did break the news a few months, weeks ago, maybe months at this point that Mike was on Bumble. Um, and Demois actually shared Demois shared a screenshot of his Bumble profile, and apparently oh. it made some comment like, "As long as you're not you like social media doesn't dictate your life, we'll get along yeah. just fine." Like all I care about is my kids, and not totally sure if this is direct directly related, but not long after that was getting a lot of attention, which I'm sure everyone was sending to Jana because she's very big in the DMs with her followers. She posted on Twitter. And the lies keep on coming. I feel a country song brewing. And then she went on Instagram and posted an infographic outlining the 21 telltale, tell all traits of a narcissist. Um, so yeah, I think these two, and it's funny because she always posts these things about like killing it with kindness and taking the high road. And then because she's human, she'll have a setback and start <laughs> subtweeting and stuff. So 
I think there's still so much more to know. And I want to know if she's either finding out new stuff about their marriage or if she's pissed about the dating profile, trying to say like, it's her fault because she cares so much about social media things. Like, yeah, that might be annoying. She is on social media a lot, Mike Cosson. And that might not be like what your, where your whatever values lie. But like, you also cheated on her. So <laughs> where do you have a stand to like be mad at her for wanting to go on Instagram? <laughs> it's sort of a tricky situation because yeah, he might not want someone who's all up in the social media world or like wants to be an influencer because he's, he sort of hates that. Or but spilling his dirty laundry. Or spilling his dirty laundry. But didn't he co- co-write that book and co-host that podcast? Yes, he very much got involved. He needs to take over her because she doesn't let him have his social media or she didn't because he would like cheat. So he would take over her Instagram every Monday on Mike Monday. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, but it's tough because you're like, I mean, you don't need to shade your ex and your new dating profile. You guys are already broken up. The damage is done. Yeah. Well, he probably wants to, he's trying to change the narrative because like, if you Google him, like it's not great. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's definitely, definitely not great. And question, have you ever slid in Jana Kramer's DMs? I don't think so. Well, I don't it might be high time. So. Uh, yeah, maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe just like ask her how she's doing. Like, what do I say to her? I would send her some hearts and say F word, Mike in huge letters, just like, you know, show her some support that way. All right. I'll get, I'll get right on that. Okay. Thank you. Laura Prepon, Prepon, if you're nasty, is leaving Scientology. And, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled when anyone leaves Scientology. Me too. So, right? Isn't it just such a relief? We, we stand anyone for life who leaves Scientology. Yep. But we also want you to talk crap about them just a little, little bit. Well, in March 20, but it's, it's sort of like an evolving thing. So Laura Prepon uh, joined Scientology all the way back in 1999. But in People Magazine this week, she said, she, she said, quote, I am no longer practicing Scientology. I've always been very open-minded since I was raised. Since I was a child, I was raised Catholic and Jewish. I prayed in churches, meditated in temples. I've studied Chinese meridian theory. Sad to say, I do not know what that is. I haven't practiced Scientology in close to five years. It's no longer part of my life. She says that these days she finds solace in meditation, which she does with her husband, Ben Foster, who I love. I love him as an actor. She says, we meditate daily and I'm really liking it because it's something that helps me to hear my own voice. And it's something we can do together. Now, while this is great, she also revealed this huge other bombshell sort of hidden in this in the People Magazine article. And she said that her mother had taught her to be bulimic. Um, This was mentioned in her memoir, You and I as Mothers. And she said, I had so many people reaching out to me, telling about their own struggles with food and their relationship with their parents. Many people have thanked me for opening up about my relationship with my mother, both the positive and the negative, because a lot of times we glaze over that stuff because it's hard or makes us feel vulnerable. And I am loving all of this vulnerability from Laura Prepon. Glad she's not dating Tom Cruise. What did you think when you heard this? I mean, like you said, I'm always celebrating someone leaving the Church of Scientology. No, I mean, like, yes, shade to anyone who's a Scientologist. Um, and I think this it's an this one was always so interesting to me because we know that Danny Masterson is a huge Scientologist. And I believe Laura dated his brother during the 70s shows days. And that's how they kind of got involved. And I've always wondered like where Ashton and Mila really lied there because that's a very close cast. 
Um, I think they yeah, have said that there were some rumors before. about him, like, you know, showing up there once or twice back in the day. Yeah, I think they might have dabbled. They're one of those celebrity couples who probably like would go to maybe an event at their house and they didn't necessarily sign up and sign their life away to the Sea Org, but they right. they they dabbled or they checked it out and they don't judge kind of like like Dak Shepard with Erica Christensen on Parenthood. Like when you have co-stars mm-hmm. that you're close to that are Scientologists, I think you always kind of come out and are like, I respect everyone's decisions. And it's like, yeah, not so much, especially with Danny Masterson and the three former Scientologists who accused him of sexual assault, which he has pleaded not guilty to. There's still going to be a trial for that. So interesting time for Laura to make it known. Um, and I would love for her to maybe come out and apologize to those women or, you know, stand with those women or maybe denounce Danny a little bit or something. Cause I think maybe we need more from her. It can be, I know not everyone wants to go fully a remedy and there's like a lot to unpack and it can be very personal, but I think I need a little more from her, but also like I applaud her. I do too. And best believe we will be reaching out for more about Scientology, seeing what she has to say about Danny Masterson, how the church controlled the narratives of those women who allege the sexual assault because she gave us a little taste of honey and I want the whole beehive. We have some very sad news that isn't surprising at all. Um, You know, I'm going to try to, you know, hold back my Pete Davidson hate because I think he's changed and I've really come around to him. But Sarah Huron, tell us what has happened in his love life. Well, Pete is single again. Another leading lady, star of the moment, (laughs) Bridgerton star, Phoebe Diver. Diamond of the season. Yes, are no more. Um, They were first linked earlier this year. Um, They were in the UK. We were hearing that they were really working on trying to make long distance work. And then we saw those photos of them together. And all of a sudden, like, I really got on board because they looked so freaking happy. and. They were cute. And it's just so interesting that, you know, Pete has had a moment. I feel like he's been so popular for the last couple of years and he always ends up with it girl of the moment. Um, And this was obviously no exception because uh, Bridgerton was like the biggest show of the year. Um, But they are no more. It was a whirlwind romance for Pete. Once again, an insider tells us that the distance put a strain on their relationship and it made it hard to maintain. They had a great time while they were together. So seems like exactly what happens in every single one of Pete Davidson's relationships. (laughs) literally the same thing distance was an issue she was no longer the brightest star of the moment i mean he is absolutely going to go after olivia rodrigo next oh don't say that she's dating like a 25 year old music producer she's fine he's going to go after olivia rodrigo next (laughs) you know it's really just whoever is he doesn't mind how old they are how young they are they just have to be gorgeous and like the most famous person of the moment agreed So, you know, good luck to whomever is next. Let's talk about Cardi B and who should be the queen of our world, Miss Lizzo, because she needs to be saved and brought up because she broke Lizzo broke down in tears during an Instagram live this week explaining to fans that hateful comments have been taking a toll on her recently Lizzo said people who have something mean to say about you and for the most part it doesn't hurt my feelings I don't care as she was crying I just think when I'm working this hard my tolerance gets lower my patience is lower I'm more sensitive it gets to me 
Then enter Cardi B. When you stand up for yourself, they claim that you're problematic and sensitive. When you don't, they tear you apart when you're crying like this. Whether you're skinny, big, plastic, they're always going to try to put their insecurities on you. Remember, these nerds are looking at the popular table. Now, this just really made me sad because Lizzo shouldn't have to cry. Sarah, why, why are people making Lizzo cry? I don't know. So they had a song come out together and Rumors. it turned rumors and why did this turn into everyone like bashing Lizzo I mean Lizzo's everything I think it was it was all body shaming you know comments about her that she's like too big and trying to be sexy it's just it's it's messed up yeah it's unnecessary and like Lizzo's been around for a little while now and like she gave us juice and good as hell and we like owe her for like the summer before COVID giving us so much joy. So I don't need anyone to bash Lizzo. And I'm very happy that Cardi B is coming to her defense. Me too. And it's not like Lizzo just became big and started showing skin. This no. Is like not nothing new. Why do they suddenly have a problem with it? That's it's, why it's I was so confused about this. But watching the live of her crying, it was like really sad. Sarah, do you know it's going to be sad for some celebrities because it's celebrity birthday boxing mania. All right. Sarah, here on. The first match I think you're going to like. It is starring Mr. Chad Michael Murray, who is going to be 40 years old this week, versus Howie Mandel of the Backstreet Boys, who is 48 this week. Howie Mandel. Oh. Why not? Still, still standing Sophia Bush. Goodbye, Howie Mandel. And the second fight, and last before the finale, Kristen Wiig, 48 this week. She looks great for 48, by the way. Mm. And Billy Ray Cyrus is 60 years old this week. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, his achy, breaky heart. I'm sorry. I got to go Kristen Wiig. Oh, congratulations, Kristen Wiig. And now Howie Mandel has climbed from the pits doing the larger than life dance, wearing a robotic costume. And Kristen Wiig, star of the most amazing movie, Barb and Star of the Summer, is in the ring who's going to take home the crown or whatever they get up Wait, about. isn't Howie Mandel? That's not the guy from Backstreet Boys. That's the guy from Deal or No Deal. Oh my God. Howie, whatever his name is, we only know him as Howie from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I was so confused when you were talking. <laughs> Sorry, Howie of the Backstreet Boys. I've never known his last name. Howie. Okay. Um, okay. So our apologies to Howie Mandel, who um, I gave a win to for some reason. Um, let's give it to Kristen Wiig for, for the finals. I think that the Howies would work it out backstage and Kristen Wiig would just be the champion. I do too. So sorry to Howie. No one loves your long name because you're just, you're like Cher. You're Howie of the Backstreet Boys. Thanks to my co-host Sarah for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. This is Travis Cronin of Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion theme of your favorite celebrities. After all, they're just, just like, like us. us. Wow, lovely. We'll see you next week. <laughs>